This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Hello and welcome back into the Savage Situation podcast. It's your host here, Adam Savage. Good to have you guys here. And we've had such an amazing couple of seasons. We're back with a third season. Now I have a co-host every week, Ian Chambers. And we've got so much coming your way. And we have guests coming on. We're talking about the gaming world as well as, you know, things like online, lifestyle, sport as well. So it kind of encapsulates kind of everything that we like. And we hope you guys enjoy it as well. Now, one thing that's really going to help grow the show and expand to a bigger audience and broaden its horizons is if you guys do leave a review. It's really important to subscribe and follow to make sure you never miss an episode, but reviews are so key to getting us as high up the charts as humanly possible so that everyone can hear our brilliant podcast that you guys are obviously a massive part of as well. Uh, do make sure to leave a five-star review if you can. That'd be amazing with a comment as well, and hopefully it'll boost our show to outer space and beyond. Enjoy this new episode. It's a banger, if I do say so myself. I would say that though, but genuinely... Enjoy. Welcome to the Savage Situation Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Savage, and on this series, I'll be chatting with the biggest influencers, gaming personalities, and music talent all about their personal history with video games. The aim of the podcast is to connect the different industries and in the ever-evolving world online, dive that little bit deeper into their story and the origins of their success. Without much further ado, let's meet today's guest. Trixie Mattel is one of the most acclaimed drag queens on the planet. Having shot to international fame as the winner of RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars, she's gone on to become the most famous drag folk musician in the world, albeit the only one, as she says. A stand-up comedian, recently launched a brand new makeup range, Trixie Cosmetics, and hosts one of the internet's wildest web shows. Amongst all these remarkable things, she's also a huge gamer. Obviously, I gotta find out more. I cannot tell you how thrilled I am to have her join me this week on the show. She's appeared on the Larry King podcast. <laughs> She's been on Jimmy Kimmel. And now it's all led to this, the savage situation. This Trixie is my moment. Mattel. This is it. Thank you for having me <laughs> it's in a this, pleasure. Um, what would you call this, a padded room? I th- it, we, we made sure to pad it. We, we knew we were coming in. So we thought we'd put this up just in case anything kicks off. I thought it was really considerate of you to ask me last night in the evening to come and drag today. I really pulled it together, you, though, didn't you I? You look Fabu- like amazing, like fabulous. Thank you. Like I had a gorge. gig last night here in London at the club until 3 a.m. And I slept uh, for three hours in drag and woke up and came here. And look at you, you look amazing. I had makeup on since yesterday. Does That's it dark sided? But does it is, it is it easy to top up or is it something that you have to kind of like really kind of start from the beginning and get back into? To be honest, I wiped the lips Trixie. off and then I went to sleep without the lashes of the wig on. And I woke up and looked in the mirror. I was like, this stayed pretty well. Yeah. I mean, it's a testament to how much makeup I wear. Yeah. That I can literally go into my REM cycle and come out looking the same. Do you get through a lot of makeup? Like, is it, is it, is it just, is it everywhere? Is it, or is it, do you, are you quite conservative with it? No, there's a lot of stuff I go through quickly. So stuff like eyeshadows and stuff, it's kind of takes a while, but like my stuff I use every day, like foundation, lash glue, black eyeliner. 
So like all the black eyeliner you see, that's yeah. every day. So I go through the pots of black eyeliner really fast. Gosh. And the dress as well. I love that. Thank you. The you know, shoes. I've been very inspired by um like a uh what is it, Cambry Street, like London mod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Fashion movement. Yeah. Like Austin <laughs> you do. Powers. Yeah. It's very sixties kind yes. of like, yeah. And it's a lot of black and white, like textured blocking and like wallpaper prints. Um, I like have been living in the sixties now. Cause I, you know, I did my first two records were country and folk, and now my new sound is more like um, it's more be like British Invasion. So yeah. I've been getting very into like uh, there's this Barbie doll named Francie who was supposed to be Barbie's mod cousin from London, and all of her looks are like these chic little tube dresses. <laughs> I've been very into that. Cause you, cause obviously Trixie Mattel, Mattel make Barbie, right? So exactly. This, this, that was the inspiration behind the the name. Were you a big Barbie fan growing huge up? Huge fan. Okay. Uh, yeah, huge fan. I just did a thing with my mom, and I was like, "What do you remember about me being young?" She was like, "You just always loved Barbie. That's it. That's kind of what she was." There, was there one favorite Barbie? Was it like a fate, like the best one? Did well, you collect them as well? I was born in '89, so I grew up around like from '90 90 to '95 were the years when Barbie was in the store, and all the she kind of had the big curly hair that was almost you know this big and every she was very tan with big blue eye makeup and like um, white blonde hair it was very 90s barbie was very extreme and i just thought she was perfect she yeah. just was everything to me and if you think of dolls and drag it's so similar because in drag the whole spirit of it is you are what you're dressed as yeah you know even though out of drag i'm fully elmer fudd this is what you see now <laughs> but like with dolls it's the same plastic in the same mold but She's a nurse because she's wearing a coat. She's a cop because she has because she has a you know badge. Like it's it's sort of like drag where whatever you're dressed as, that's what you are. Yeah, I love dolls. Yeah, you look amazing. Oh, thank I you. I, 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 I'm, I'm Isn't blown it away. almost distracting? It is. I is. I'm mesmerized. If anything, I'm actually mesmerized. That's right it. Now. But, um, and then oh, this is the tea. We just flew in from LA yesterday, and I forgot my lashes. Oh and no. Normally I wear ten to fifteen stacked pairs of 301 lashes which are like pretty long does it get heavy on, yes on your, okay so yesterday at about 11 30 before i had to go to the club we went oh my god we have no lashes and i had to take a black piece of paper and cut it into strips and that's what i have on my eyes today you're wearing these are pieces of paper no, i'm wearing no. paper on my eyes I, it's not my favorite look but it worked because i don't have any lashes I it, couldn't go without lashes. Every paper manufacturer watching, which is probably four of them, I don't know, is now thinking <laughs> we need to get in touch with Trixie. You'd be amazed how <clears> products <throat> are not drag products, but we use them like Elmer's glue stick, the purple one. Drag queens use that to cover their eyebrows. And even though that we live on it, they've never made like, I'm surprised Elmer's glue, Elmer's glue has never done like a Pride Month video showing people glue, glue their brows down. I think it's because it's a kid's product and they don't want to, you know, show yeah. the cross dressers. However, Mattel just came out with a doll that's um, gender non like a uh, binary okay it's a doll that comes with like a male and female wigs male and female clothing so that's cool yeah that is cool that's really cool um you're in london and you you've been here many times like you you're, oh a, big, you're a big fan you, you you've seen have you seen much of the city though you always like hotel rooms you actually get a chance to explore i can tell you what the airport and the hotels are in every city and that's about it okay because shredding and drag is such a drama yeah and also i'm not real famous but i am too famous to go out anywhere gay so I can't go to like, you know, gay bars, the Apple store, Forever 21, Primark, you know, <laughs> any of the gay hot spots. Yeah. Primark is big yeah. for the gay community. They you love know, it. If I try to get a vegan sausage roll from Greg's, spotted. Oh, I've not had one yet. They're fucking gross. They? Anybody who tells you that they're good. <laughs> do you think? No, there was a lot of hype when they came out. Everyone was going nuts. Well, Mama, nuts for these vegan things. A little gray turd wrapped yeah. in wet bread. Yeah. 
And Not it's all today. greasy and gets in your fingers. It's disgusting. <laughs> it's sick. It's sick. I mean, thank you, Greg's, for making a vegan product, but it's not good. Yeah, it's not good. It doesn't <laughs> look good. I was on tour in the spring with my show Skinny Legend. That's now on um, it's now on iTunes. And you, and it's doing bloody well, right? It's doing really, really well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think in the States, it's like the number 52 movie on iTunes, and uh, it's like the number 24. It's like the number 25 in the comedy charts. So, so cool. That's I paid for that amazing. whole special myself, so I'm happy it's doing well because oh, yeah, if exactly. you're a drag queen uh, not making money on your projects. Because, uh, I mean, like, I mentioned you, you've got so many strings to your bow. I don't know when you get time to do anything. I'm in it. When do you all. breathe? I slept in drag. What does that tell you about how I manage my time? You're a hard working <laughs> person. I, I don't know. It was such a weird experience to like, you know, I sleep hanging from the like ceiling. Open my eyes. <laughs> Like open my wings and be like, oh right, I'm in drag. Yeah, it's kind of easy though. Like I'm not gonna lie, I might do it again. And my facial hair doesn't grow in very thick. Yeah. So um, I'll probably I'm probably good till like 4 p.m. Okay. You're um, good. I don't manage my time very well because mm -hmm. I try to do everything. So like right now I'm working on writing my next show, uh, Grown Up, which is touring the Europe and the UK. Mm -hmm. I'm writing my book, A Guide to Womanhood with Trixie and Katya. Amazing. I'm working on my next album, Barbara. And then I'm working on um, some YouTube uh, product, uh, YouTube videos for my beauty line. Plus, we constantly are in develop of development of new beauty products. I'm on the phone screaming with, at a lab every two days. And this is Trixie Cosmetics, right? Trixie Cosmetics. Okay. We have some. We have stuff coming out through the next year. Cosmetics takes so long to make. It's like you're working on a product 18 months before it comes out. So like, just it's a long. But you can't wait time. to finally see it. On you, the shelves. Yeah, because the whole process. I mean, stuff you never even thought of. I used to work at makeup counters, and I thought I knew everything about selling makeup. When you're the one making it, you have to worry about uh, the color, the scent, the packaging, the FDA regulations on, like, the ingredients and all that. Is oh, my safe? God. There's so much. And then so you have to test to the product through. for color, formula, you know, shade, finish. You have to worry about the name. How are you going to sell it? It's crazy. It is crazy. And but it makes you think, like, Revlon and L'Oreal and stuff, they've got it all figured out. But these independent brands... They really – it takes a lot of people a long time to make one little product. It's amazing. But you get a great opportunity to showcase your makeup all the time. Totally. There you go. And every single product we've put out I love. I mean when Stacey Lipstick came out, it's perfect. It's perfect because I put all the work into it. Is it is it makeup that I could wear too? Do you think I could – I mean is it kind of – is there any male a male line? There should be. Yeah, you can put whatever you want on. A bit of guy liner. Guy liner. Have you heard that? Well, I'm a guy and I have eyeliner on. So this might do. technically be guy liner. No. You heard it here, folks. You heard it here. Do you ever do like a Pete Wentz fantasy, like a little tight line, little smoky? I've thought about it a lot, just to add a bit of bit, bit of uh, gravitas to my face. I think it's cool when people do it. Do you think I should do it? One day, yeah. I'll do it. So, uh, um, you know, originally the only people who wore makeup were movie stars, and people, normal people, started wearing makeup to be like movie stars. Yeah, that's how women started. So I think a hundred years into the future, men will wear makeup and no one will think about it. If I've men got more like, deodorant, if I've got some some acne or like a or like a, a spot, I I'll always put like a bit of concealer or something on. Why not? Well, because you're on camera talent and you're not afraid. Yeah, a lot of people it, are thanks, very thanks, weird Trixie. about it. Do you think? I, I don't know. Is it change? Is that changing though? I think people, I don't know if people are now more open and willing. Like you know, everyone know. use everyone uses things like um like Vaseline things for their lips and things now. It's yeah, the same yeah, thing. Same thing. Put the powder on, Mary. Yeah, put exactly. The paint on. I used to work at the Mac counter in Milwaukee, and this guy used to come in, and he was always interviewing for jobs, and he had one of those face tattoos of a tear, which I think means you've killed someone. I think it does. And so he used to have me cover it for him before the interviews. And then I would think, well, what if you get it? What if you get the job? <laughs> you better come back here and buy this $16 pot of concealer. Yeah, exactly. That's a bit of a weird thing, isn't it? Is it true because you've lost someone or because you've killed someone? I thought when you kill people, you don't want people to find out. Exactly. 
It's very much like I'm guilty, written, like, drawn yes. on your face. You may as well have like a tattoo that says the body's uh, buried on Hollywood and Vine. You know, <laughs> it's in the lake. Yes, <laughs> um, strange. But um, London is uh, obviously a, a you know a place that you love coming to. A hotbed. You you were here uh, with your stand up this year, right? Back I in, sure was. And you were at the Brixton Academy, was it? I think it was. I think it was yes. O2 Brixton this year. Okay. Last year I did the Grand Clapham. Good old Grand Good old Clapham. 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 Do you, are the British fans here like? Do, I mean, they are they are absolutely love you. I tell you they what, really the do. British people like. Tell me, they love cosmetics, they love blue bowl cuts, male, adult male bowl cuts, bowl and cuts, straight across bangs, like like, like just boy a, band haircuts here, like Nick Carter. Yes, they the, love. They it. love a Nick Carter. They love it. They do, and they also love um they love uh, hair glitter, body glitter, um slutty outfits. Like I think in the UK, people are much more empowered to dress however they want. Yeah, and also um. In the States, it takes a long time for a trend. We learned about this in cosmetics. In the States, it takes a long time for a trend to catch on. Like somebody like the Kardashians has to do something very publicly for a while for people to start doing it. Mm -hmm. Whereas like here, people will see a makeup thing on Euphoria and like shop for that product overnight and be wearing it at the club the next night. Yeah. People here are like turn it and burn it with trend. Yeah. It, um, it, it does. It does. One thing I've always been fascinated about with, with, with the American fashion and the culture there, you always see a lot of guys wearing shirts with like a, a white t-shirt underneath. Always. Yeah. Like it's a normal thing. To, we would never do that here. And Don't people do like American themed parties where like people drink out of red cups? Yeah, we love it. The, Ameri is... the American pie world. Do you remember American pie? I That's do. About, you know, drinking like... You know, some 41s on in the background you kind of don't I don't want to waste my time. exactly because... Foo Fighters you know that's great some 41 was fabulous one, one weird thing we have in, in the in the UK as well is we love we love the idea of a diner right you know diners like, you know, like a Denny's or like something really oh, kind sure. of, you know, we love going to a booth and ordering like like chili on fries like, like and a just, milkshake and, just, and a burger yeah we, we, for us that's like a really kooky thing that we can do in the US or like a stack of pancakes like an IHOP man we love it I don't know why it's weird <laughs> it's really it's, it's strange I don't know why well, the uh, the only kind of cultural thing I do when I'm here is get um, hungover. Yeah. We do love to booze. People here are wild. I remember my first time here. I performed at the Black Cap like five years ago with Meth. You know that drag queen Meth? Mm -hmm. Her name's Meth, but, you know, not pro-Meth. Because um, <laughs> it's in Florida. Um, but uh, she, I used to go and I remember like she sat down with like a hot teapot of like hot lemon vodka. And I was like, what? What, what are we doing here hot today? lemon vodka? The, I've had the hangovers of my life in this country. You're welcome. But you people know. here love comedy. This is also, this is the country where I regularly throw people out of my shows. For, for what? For doing what? Because I'm doing stand-up and playing an acoustic guitar and they black out drunk and throw them out. Are they shouting things, singing along? Are they uh, what, just what? yelling, just yelling like, love you, mom, whatever, like in the middle of it. And then I ask them to be quiet and they don't stop and then I have to throw them out. On behalf of the British people, I'm so sorry. People are they, wild. They're really, we're, we're weird people. We're all very strange. We're, we're a mixed bag. We really are a melting pot of people. Yeah. Some are completely like crackers. I've lost the plot. Like bonkers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you meant crackers like white people. <laughs> like, yeah, I saw your face literally thinking, what are you talking about? There is a lot of white people here. There is. A lot of white people. Yeah. Yeah, we, yeah, a lot of white people. But you know what, somebody, when I go to other countries and I comment on the fact that it's all white people, they go, yeah, because we didn't take slaves. And then I'm like, oh, you're right. America is wonderfully diverse, but part of it's because, unfortunately, a lot of people were brought there against their will. This is true. This is true. Although, you know, the British Empire, we used to have like Australia and all different places. We used to have like it was a giant prison thing. So we had, we had some weird colony. things going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had some very strange stuff. Our history is a bit bleak. Well, have you, I mean, have you been to things like here, like the Tower of London and been to like have you, King's Queens, that kind of stuff? You saw Buckingham Palace, right, this morning? Yeah. Okay. It's cool. It's fine. It's, it's a, a building. Palace. It's a building. You know, um, it's just... 
It's cool. Whatever. There's a, um, a wax figure of uh, Prince Harry in Los Angeles. Re- uh, why? He's at the wax museum. Okay. Prince Harry. Is he the With red-headed Meg- one? Yeah. yeah tall. Right. Uh, yeah, I, I guess tall. Like six, sm- is he the smoking hot one? I think he, Will's Will Will's. Everyone's <laughs> like, like oh, yeah, 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 he's yeah. What he's, if you were like, well, he's here right now, and our special guest? No, no, yeah. He, no he's yeah, the Meghan Markle um, prince, one that's married to her. Sure. Yeah, that one. I mean, we 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 do love our royal family here. We're we're big fans. Yeah, that's your well. Unfortunately, in the states, I think the closest thing we have is like the Kardashians, and that's kind of bleak. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. That is quite bleak. They, they, uh, they're an interesting family, aren't they? Kardashians. Yeah, I mean, I don't really pay attention to a lot of stuff. I never know who anyone is. You know what's great about me being a famous person? Go on. I never know who anybody is, so I never get nervous at anything. Do people always come up to you? They're and like, do you know who that was? You? I'm like, no. Melvin, who? Like, I don't know. <laughs> Melvin. Yeah, I never know who anybody is. But then my boyfriend is very uh, savvy, so he'll be like, "Don't you know who that is? That's that person." I'm like, "Okay." Yeah, it's 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 hard. I know I know exactly what you mean. But do you, do you find that as, as you've gotten more more popular, more famous? Um, has life gotten easier? Like people kind of get, you know, always kind of like, you know, whatever you need. My life is incredibly easy. Yeah, is it really? Yes. Just... Anybody who tells you that like money and acknowledgements have made their life harder has lost touch with what it was like to be poor. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm with then you. Then again, I, I slept in drag and I'm wearing paper on my eyes. Yeah. So I do keep it very highbrow, lowbrow. Yeah. Your, I mean, your, like, root, your roots are the other <laughs> Literally. I'm in like $600 of hair. But I'm also in paper eyelashes. Yeah, but you're, you're humble. You're, you're, the roots are there, you know. You don't forget where you came from. No. I like that. Um, part of being a dry queen, I think, is uh, from the beginning, you have to figure it all out yourself. You have to make your own mixes, uh, make your own show posters, uh, make your own hair, uh, do your own makeup, do your own costumes. From the beginning, you're having to do it all yourself. Whereas, like, when I work in L.A. and I'm working with, like, I don't know, normal celebrities, it's an entire posse for someone to do anything. So when I work on a normal TV show where I'm a guest and someone else is a guest, mm-hmm. I'm there myself doing my own hair and makeup with my own costume, with my own everything. And then it's like some rando, not rando, but like uh, it doesn't matter whatever level celebrity. If it's a straight person, there's like a wardrobe person, hair, makeup, someone writing their jokes. Like a whole team. Oh, my like God. For them. An entire team. There was a show I was on once, and I don't want to say what it was because it was TRL, but I was on TRL. <laughs> and it was like – and there was the entire cast of All Stars 3 – and they were like, no assistance and no one else in the dressing room. And you guys can't bring any luggage. There's no space for it. And then down the hall, I remember Darren Chris had like 20 people in there. To do what? Coma's bangs? <laughs> so it's funny because like so many uh, – there's a few of us drag queens, thankfully me included, who've really gotten to be like the first to do a lot of things. Yeah. But no matter how close you get to it, you are still stuck under pink plexiglass. Like, oh, right, I'm subhuman, you know. Do you think that's ever going to change? Is, are no. you seeing a change? No. Of course not. But then again, you know what? You dress like a clown, you get treated like a clown. You dress like a clown. I saw some um, mascots downstairs dressed as cats. Y- yes. And I've never felt like like representation matters. I was yeah. like, oh, hey. Hey. I'm here too. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, let's talk about um, something that I'm I'm very excited to, to get you on to talk about as well, because I know that you are a massive gamer. I, I thought you were going to talk about my naked and you're, body. <laughs> you're what? Do you like knee socks? Look I at, love knee socks. I have foundation on my hands, and look at I just rub my legs, and they're brown now. But um. they, I, I used to work at Disney World long, a long time ago, and I used to have to wear white stockings every day to work. What did you play? I was in. Have you been to Epcot at Disney World? Have yeah. You? So I used to be working at the Rose and Crown, where like you have that on the lagoon, like the restaurant, and we used to have like blue bell bottoms, white stockings, very British. Obviously. You lived in Florida. I lived in Florida, yeah. I see that for you. You love Florida, right? Bitch, fuck Florida. <laughs> Florida is rotten. Anybody from Florida, fight me. But you know what? Talk to anybody from Florida and they're like, oh, yeah. You know in the States they have that yeah. game where you put your birthday in Google and you add Florida man. And a news article will come up like, my birthday, August 23rd, Florida man shoots wife and, and no, bucks and no ass like an alligator. That is a thing. Yes. Okay. Florida is that. wild. So type in my birthday and just type Florida man. Yeah, and it'll come up like... Florida man outruns police and crashes through a Denny's. Like, <laughs> yes. Florida or I'm probably crazy. sitting eating pancakes because I love it. Yes. That's exactly right. So you want to talk about video games? Yeah, I'm yeah, because you, 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 you've said a lot like that you love gaming. You're a big time gamer. You have like since you since you were a kid. Did it start when you were like really small or when did you uh, find first yeah, games? Yeah, I mean, I, in the womb, really. No, uh, I can't, <laughs> gaming well, I, in the womb. we were poor. Okay. But we kind of like always had whatever current system like two years later. Like, I think my first system I recall having was original Nintendo system. And then I had Sega Genesis. And then I had N64. And then I think I had nothing for a while. And then in college, I got a PS3. You were really a... bouncing around the, the different consoles yeah. there. Wow, okay. And then PS4. And then I still have, I have three PS4s right now. Why do you need three? It's complex. I okay. had the original PS4 and then I got the PS4 Pro. Okay. And then one time I was on tour and I regretted not bringing my PS4 and I bought another one. Wow. Do you have Not like relatable. ones that work in both the US and, and Europe as well? Like the adapters and everything? And like, yes. Are you there with like leads plugging things in? Like that'll work there. If yes. I use like that my Scart lead and that. I have a white PS4 Pro that I got in Australia. So that one has an Australian plug. Okay. So you had all these different systems growing up. You had you, you travel with these different consoles. What kind of games were you playing when you first? Like you said, the NES. I mean, what kind of games? I mean, I remember Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles with some great games yeah, back uh, then. There was this one game I loved as a kid. Do you remember uh, Monsters in My Pocket? I oh oh my god yeah I used to collect them they, they are amazing. Monsters in my pocket was fierce. Um, obviously, Legend, Legend of Zelda, but their original game is quite hard. You really it is have hard. to play it in like one sitting, kind of. Yeah, it's um, tricky. I loved Mario, of course. Duck yeah. Hunt. Um, oh, I think I remember the Nintendo Zapper. Was that what it was called? The Nintendo. I don't know what it was called. The gun. That was pretty good. Yeah, the gun. Um, that that's kind of what I played as a kid. And then I remember we got a Sega Genesis, and that was like a, a boom bitch game on the sequel because it was like um, Sonic, Mortal Kombat. Loved Mortal yeah, Kombat. Yeah, so good. Mortal Kombat Three, I believe, was the Sega Genesis title. I saw but you I play. I saw you play it recently on you and you and Katia's show. Um, yeah, it was. It's it's evolved a lot. It's changed. The it's, Terminator's in it now. It's wild. It's now. wild. Yeah, it's the same engine, I believe, as Injustice. Yes, it is. Because I mean, those games are insane. Yeah, Warner Brothers have put a lot into like the kind of cinematic. It look, it look. I mean, it's like the game looks phenomenal, doesn't it's, it? It's in this. The engine is so beautiful and smooth. Yeah, it is. You know what other game too? The smoothness. Those Arkham games. Yeah, the Batman ones. Yeah, the combat, like... Um, it's like, fluid, right? It's, it feels really it's like... so fluid. It's great. You're like, how did they make this? He really is everywhere. 
Did you play the Spider-Man game last year? Uh-huh. That I didn't beat awful. it. I, I went like three quarters through and quit, which is kind of my MO with a lot of games. Yeah, but you got a feel for it. Three quarters yeah. away. You, you knew what was going on. Did you hear the funny story about the Easter egg in that, in that game? No. So, so a guy wanted to propose to his girlfriend. He wrote to, the, to Insomniac, the developers, right? And said, I want to propose to my girlfriend in the game. Can you make it happen inside the game? So they went, okay. He never thought they'd do anything with it at all. And they said, yeah, look, we'll do it for you. And they on one of the, the cinema screenings, somewhere in, in Manhattan, it says, um, such and such, will you marry me, right? And they said, we put it in the game for you. And just before the game came out, he then said, can you get rid of it? Because she's actually left me for my brother. I was going still, And it's still in the game. When it came out, she was dead, wasn't she? She wasn't dead. To him, to yeah, him. but not like, not well, really. Well, his brother can buy her the game. Yeah, that's true. And he's like, get <laughs> rid of it. And they're like, no, we're going to leave it in because it's great. You can't, you can't <laughs> go that far down the road. Yeah, you can't. But what a great story for us. I mean, for him, it sucks. But for us, it's it's real, really funny. You can't take tomorrow for granted. No. I mean, when I'm shopping for like whatever, like um, like men's health uh, vitamins, whatever, they come in like the packs of 100 or the packs of like 300. And I'm like, who is so arrogant to be like, yes, I'm going to live 300 more days, obviously. Yeah, yeah. I could be dead by then. Small, small packages or whatever, or like, you know, amounts. That's that's definitely the way forward. Yes. Don't get too don't get too ahead of yourself. Don't get too fierce. Yeah, don't get You're too fierce. dead. Yeah. Um, I loved, Simmer uh, down. Uh, and then I, I also quit Breath of the Wild about three quarters through. It was just like too it's much. too big. Too Bitch, big. I've been playing Skyrim for like four years. Yeah. <laughs> when does it end? There's like nine different versions. It's just, it's, it's, do you play the mod versions or just the original kind of like I'm playing the... the Switch one. I've been playing it for okay. like two years. Okay. When does it end? I don't, I don't think it does. I think it just keeps you keeps going and going and going. How did they... I mean, I've played Fallout by Bethesda, which is similar. I've yeah. played Fallout uh, 3... Uh, New Vegas and four. Mm-hmm. New Vegas is my favorite because it's, yeah, you know, it's real Western. Yeah, it's great. That that game really created like an environment when it's like the middle of the night and you're in a desert with a gun alone and you're listening to like that old Western music on the radio. Like, yeah. They really created like a world and a texture in that game. They did. But in Skyrim, there's so many characters. Yeah. So they... many non-playable characters that have so many dialogue options. I'm like, yeah, there's a lot of talking. A lot of talking. Game? It's a lot of talking. Yeah, I hate games now that make you actively, you're not allowed to skip the cutscenes. That annoys me because I sometimes want to get through and I'll read on Wikipedia what it's about later on. I just want to play the game. Oh, really? Yeah, I do, yeah. So my off-time favorite titles are um, Resident Evil 5. I'll replay oh. that anytime. Yeah. Love it. And then um, what else do I love? What are you playing on? The, you, Bioshock you... is my like all-time favorite. Oh, my God. I love Bioshock so much. Oh, my God. One, two, and three. I'll play any of them. Two is my fave, but... uh. They're all really they good. They brought like the trilogy out, didn't they? Like a kind of like a all of them together, like in mm-hmm. HD PS4 Pro goodness. Like they're, they're great games. Yes, and there's some, uh, I believe it's called Bear Let's See. There's some DLC. Um, yeah. The third one was so wild, that ending. Yeah. I had to play that game twice to even understand what was going on. Are you playing, when you were playing, um, I mean, you take the Switch on the road, right? You take, you have a, you have a Switch do. and you take with you. Are you playing, do you have like kind of every game where you kind of, are you downloading things as you go? Like what kind of stuff are you playing? Usually? I have some current favorites. Right now I'm playing uh, Dream Daddy on the iPad. Do you know about this game? I I know, <laughs> but I want to know exactly what Dream Daddy is. Okay, Dream Daddy is a dad dating simulator where you're a dad who just moved into a neighborhood and you're meeting and dating all the other dads in the neighborhood. Oh my Christ, that sounds phenomenal. I played the first three levels and now I'm like, if I continue with this, this is who I am now. So you're, you're... I'm a person who plays dating simulators. She was trying to date all the all the dads of households in in your canoe. Yeah, so the dads message you and they're like, "I want to let's go for a jog or whatever," and you go and you get points for each date <laughs> based on like you listen to what they're talking about and later on sort of like try to give the right answer, something they'll like. Are they are some of them married? Some of them are single? Do we know? Some are married, some are single, some are closeted, and they're all different shapes and sizes. One is a vampire. 
Holy, that is fantastic. You know video games, they'll just drop a vampire in. They don't care. I, I'm going to download this immediately. This yeah. sounds, I mean, I, I want to play it, you know, just to kind of experience that. It's crazy. I, I mean, it's embarrassing. But uh, and what am I currently playing? Dead by Daylight's my all-time favorite. Okay, yeah, okay. I so can you, play that okay. game anytime on a loop forever. Um, I'm kind of a, a Friday the 13th came out on the Switch as well. So I've been playing that again. Uh, do you like being like Jason or the killer or do you like being like another hider? I'm cool with either. I feel like with Jason, I have like, a, you have, there's a high, like, you have to really win. Yeah. There's eight campers you have to kill, I believe. So there's a lot. And they're all trying to escape. I like those asymmetrical online multiplayers because you've got all these weak characters against one strong character. And I like the, 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 the match changes every time because everyone has a different play style. Yeah. Some people are more cooperative. Some people are more solo. Some people... I love that. Are but you, Dead by Daylight is my favorite. Are you are you playing with people like a friend like a friendship circle? Is like a, like a, a drag queen gaming community? Is there kind of like you know you are you playing with just random people online? How do, how does it work for you? There's some drag queens I know that play video games, but I don't really play with them very much. Like Fifi O'Hara plays video games. There's a drag queen named Deer who plays. She's like a Twitch streamer. Mm-hmm. Um, I just play with whoever, but I do have like a circle of gays on my uh, like my Steam. Of like, um, it's fun to get a few gays in a game and all with headphones on, just screaming. You know, like <laughs> when you have like eight gay campers running from Jason. Oh. Imagine like the high pitched scream. There's a, there's, a, there's a TV series in that somewhere. There, yeah, I mean, it has to be. Or like, um, you know, people do voices or like, like gays like Jason's like macheting in the door and the gay is like, oh my god, kill me, daddy. You know, like <laughs> we get very into it. Are you? I mean, are you? Are you online as? Trixie Mattel, or are you? I mean, how are you kind of being the full character when you're on the comms and stuff as well? No, um, I'm off the clock. Most of the people I play with don't really know my day job, or sometimes they figure it out. Yeah. Like, I was in a game once with this guy, and he was like, Your voice, are you Trixie Mattel? And I, I was so gooped. You could, you were gooped, gooped at the page. I gotta yeah. use that. It's not very British. I'm gonna use that a lot. No, gooped. gooped. I was gooped in the, yeah, <laughs> well, that's that's has a different meaning. I got goop yeah. in my. That's a I got goop very, in my Yeah, that's wow. That's I've never heard that expression, but it it, it gives it, my imagination's running wild. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, yeah, I got found out. He was like, "Are you Trixie Mattel?" And I was like, "I'm Meg Ryan." I tried to kind of like push it. But, uh, <laughs> Meg Ryan. Yeah. Okay. Most people I play with are just like uh, rando gay guys. There's one guy I play with who's 15, and I feel weird about it. Okay. Are we? What's his name? I don't even know his real name. That, that that means it's okay, right? Yeah, I don't know fine. where he lives. I don't know his real name. But when I found out he was 15, I was like, I don't know. Like, I'm 30. Yeah. But, I mean, you're playing games like, you know, as you said, on the Switch and things all the time. You're kind of playing with – you're playing with headsets and comms. Like, you are you are a, a, a full-on game. I mean, you even posted yeah. recently a picture of you with a glass of champagne here in London and a Game Boy Color. Which yes. was just like – that was, that's that that's an that's like 2003 that was last yes. being sold. So a, that's a fan gave me a Game Boy Color as a gift at a meet and greet, and I just started playing it. Uh, they gave me their game halfway through too, and the girl was like, "This is mine." Um, you know, I haven't played in you know a decade. I don't even remember where I am in the game, and so I just started playing it. Um, right now, I had, it's pretty early in the game. I'm like, uh, I just got the first badge, and all I have is like a Butterfree and a Pikachu. So it's not good. Did she give you the the? Does it run on batteries? It runs it run? on AA batteries. Oh, okay. I was going to say, is she going to go, oh, here's the charger as well, but it actually runs on batteries. It's AA batteries. And oh, then um, old school. there's something very old school about it. When you turn on a Game Boy Color, there's a little sound that goes like, ding. Yes, there is. I remember that noise. And I leave it on my uh, my um, at my house. I leave it on my uh, coffee table. And whenever people come over and turn it on, that little sound happens. And they're like, oh, I'm 10 again. The sound. Yeah. yeah the sound, yeah. That's I love cool. that. No, that's really good. I'm I mean, 10 again. Hey, you know, I like that. Yeah, that, exactly. Particularly online. 
Yeah. Which is strange. Well, you know what adults want? They want to feel like kids. Yeah. That's why people like drag. Because it makes them feel like children. It's like magic and suspension of disbelief. Mm-hmm. Do you get would you get completely lost when you are full Trixie? Do you get completely lost in the kind of like the in the moment as well? Do you think you can do things as Trixie that you wouldn't do in naturally walking down the street otherwise? Uh, sometimes I say things because I get very confident, and then I say things later on that I'm like, "What?" Like on the YouTube series with Katya, I think I recently talked about being able to suck my own dick. Wow! And didn't Prince do that? Like remove a rib? Was that a, was that a rumor? Did he remove a rib? And how come when he does it, it's cool? When I do it, it's gross. No, I'm I'm saying you're in this. I'm putting you in the same the same cool category as Prince right now. Oh, so you're. I was like Prince Harry sucks his own dick. Anyway, um, <laughs> no, I just uh, talked about that, and then I'll go back and I remember my boyfriend and I were watching the new episode, and I, there's a part where I talk about Katya goes like, "Well, who sucks their own dick?" And I just absentmindedly said, "I do" or something. And my boyfriend just goes, you, "Really?" <laughs> and I like felt his eyes on my face, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> but I just get you know, just go whatever. I'll say whatever. I don't and, care. And this is your show. If I did this correctly. Uh, yes, we're filming season five right now. Oh wow! One of the most, uh, well, probably the most popular drag queen series on YouTube. I would say it definitely is. Yeah, yeah it really is. We love it. It's yeah. wild. It's crazy. It's an amazing. You know, watching watching multiple episodes like the 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 way it's edited, the way it looks, it is just so good. Like it is, it is it's really is mind blowing. Yeah, we're on like episode what one oh. I think there's been a hundred nine maybe now, plus twelve episodes of television. So whatever that means. That's was a it a lot of episodes? Was it very different making the TV series as opposed to the web series? Is there a big difference in the kind of the production and, and scale of things? Or yes, there was a lot of unforeseen challenges at that time, uh, which you can see in my documentary "Tricks and Tall Moving Parts." Mm-hmm. But as um, there's a lot of uh, making TV is different. It's fuller days, longer. Day. Plus, we were making thirty minute. TV segments, so we'd spend a whole day in one look doing one topic. Whereas for YouTube, we do about three or four topics a day, and we change looks three or four times. Mm-hmm. So where did where did the mm, we just made it up? Made it up. The first episode is us trying to decide what the show is called, and that's what we came up with. And I remember back at the time, World of Wonder was like, you can't call it that because that's not a word. And like two weeks in, the views were so big, I was like, really? Because it has more views than Untucked. So I bet maybe we should talk about the name now. of your shows. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, 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 you, you don't forget it, and everyone loves doing. The, I love doing the little motion. Yeah, well. people love it. Or the I love when I'm on like a yeah, like a normal show where someone doesn't really watch it, and they're like, "And your YouTube series un." No, I call it that <laughs> un. Yeah. Have you seen my Larry King interview? I've heard that he didn't really know what he was talking about. Is that correct? Um, it was really fun. He did ask me three times if I was trans, which I thought was a few times many. Three he actually times. asked me enough times that I was like, "Am I?" <laughs> like. <laughs> Uh, you can really convince me into anything. I'm like, <laughs> but, you know, it's somebody – that's a whole different generation. He's 84. Yeah, he's 84-year-old men asking – An old geezer. Asking your pronouns is progress. Yeah. But See, um, everyone Larry was, King as well. It's Larry King. It's Larry, he was so nice. Yeah, and so he couldn't have been more – by the way, he uses no teleprompter Just, and no notes. He looked right at the camera and they said go. And he, like, listed my whole resume from memory. Was he wearing braces? Uh, Latin's legs. For sure. No. Um, no, he was in like his Larry King outfit. He was in like the little <laughs> sneakers and skinny jeans and he kind of sat like this and he was very nice. And I remember my assistant at the time had green hair and he looked at him and goes, your hair's green. <laughs> like, yes, it is. And I was just trying to relate to him. And there was a part where I was like, anyway, um, you know, uh, Ru- I was like, RuPaul teaches us, you know, don't eat the corn, you know, plant the corn and grow it. And there was like a long silence. And I go, do you like corn? <laughs> and Larry goes, Yeah. <laughs> On the cob. Yeah. <laughs> i got to watch this back. It sounds, it sounds oh, awesome. Oh, Katya called me the next morning and goes, do you like corn? 
Are you, I mean, your your drag race co stars that you've you've worked with in the past. You, do you kind of regularly keep in contact with all the, with all these guys? Like, do you, I try do you not to. Or um, because yeah, because once you get on my level, you know, the phone, you change your number. No, I'm yeah. just kidding. Uh, does, does a lot of the girls, me? I I'm, I'm close with a few of them. Katya, Kim, you know, like a few that I've been friends with for a long time. Bob, we're really close with Bob. Um, Bob actually helped me make these lashes last night in a in a drama. Um, they they are spectacular. I love Monet, but we all travel. I travel alone. I don't. I travel. My tours are by myself, so I don't see a lot of them. I see them at DragCon in passing. Yeah. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And do you, I mean, you saw the Drag Race actually launched in the UK last night as well. Last night? Last night we had like, oh, we had, um, I want to say, I think we had like Graham Norton's one of the judges. Yes. Is is Baby Spice one of the judges maybe? I don't know if that's I a wish. thing. I wish. You, you met her, right? I sure did. She was a judge on All Stars. Oh my and God. And they were like, your judge tomorrow is Emma Bunton. And I just like fell out. And I was standing there in front of Emma Bunton. I was like, I just have to say, I spent most, most of my youth pretending to be you and uh, now most of my adulthood. <laughs> And she was like, your boots have girl power. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to I'm gonna kill myself. Was that like one of the big, best moments of your life? Of you course. Yeah, of course, yeah. I, I was, loved the Spice Girls. I was a Jerry fan. I loved I loved Ginger Spice. It, it was very, remember being young? Very people sexy. were very, you couldn't like more than one. Yeah, you always your one, one. Yeah, it was always know? one favorite, wasn't there? Yeah. It was that, quite strange, that. But you was know, it, they were all different. And um, you liked people for different reasons. I mean, Mel C kind of had like the voice you think of. I hope she got paid more. She sings half those songs by herself. Like, does, does Victoria Beckham, does she sing on a song? I don't, I don't know if she does, but... I think she models. Okay, when you watch, like, the reunion and... stuff, she kind of models. Yeah, yeah Which is fine, model. whatever. Yeah, Listen, a... I work with drag queens. Yeah. I work with people who try to sing and shouldn't. So, <laughs> I'm not here to... I'm not here to force people to sing. I mean, is, it, is she... Is is Emma the only one you've met? You've met other Spice Girls, too. I also met Mel B. She was on season seven. Okay. And she has that, like, Wales accent. Is it uh, right? She's, she's actually Wales? from, I think, from Sheffield, is she? Or Leeds? Lee, she's from she's from Leeds, and there was so that's uh, the other side of the country, but it's close. I remember Violet had this outfit that was like um, a beard and a dress, and I remember Melby was like, "They're just ugly. <laughs> your beard and your dress, they're just ugly." And I was like, <laughs> "She's from Scotland." Well, whatever. <laughs> that's good. You my know, accent but it sucks. Was doing a lot better than I it do. Does. It does. No, my, well, my my kind of my local. Can like, you do like an American? Um. um Hey there, what's going on? My name's Adam, and it's uh, welcome to the Savage Situation. Is that suck? Was that, was that, was that good? It's pretty good. <laughs> Thank you. It's a little, um, uh, you might see a speech pathologist okay. for some cognitive therapy. I, 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 need, some, yeah, I need some help there. I, I've, got, like, I've, got like, um, I've got like a, hey, people, what's going on, man? Yeah, people always think we're surfers. People hey, are like, hey, man. Hey, what's going on? What's going on, man? People want to get a, want to go surf? I don't know. I can't really say. <laughs> People, don't say, people don't say cowabunga anymore, do That's not a thing. Did no. anyone ever say cowabunga? Is that a thing that I just learned from the turtles and thought that's... that's the turtles. Yeah, radical. That, that's a thing. I don't know. People a... here do that crazy thing with the R. Like, people are like, Bianca. Bianca Del Rio. Like, Be- that's not her oh, name. You say Bianca? They put an R on everything. The, the name that does, does, does my head in is we say Craig and you say Craig. I don't know why you say Craig for the name. It's Craig. Craig to the big brother room. Scott. Yeah, that's, that's, that was actually perfect. <laughs> I like that. That's, that is... 
That is absolute gold. <laughs> Big Brother right is wild. That was really good, yeah. Big Brother is a wild show. I mean, you would be so good. They need, to do, they need to do Big Naked and Afraid Brother. Big Naked and Afraid? Brother. Okay. Where people are naked. And there's cameras all the time. And they're afraid when they're naked? Of Wouldn't being be? naked? Yeah, I would be very afraid. Yeah. Um, and it's Big Brother, but everyone's naked. Yeah. It'd be okay. like, Shelby, bring your naked tits <laughs> <laughs> to the interview room. Shelby, bring your naked tits to the interview room. <laughs> <laughs> last oh, time I, I was love here, that. You know, I tour almost every spring. Like, I toured Skinny Legend last spring, and then I'm bringing Grown Up to Europe this spring. Yeah. And when I'm in the, K- the UK, usually the girls will introduce me. Like, last year I toured with Victoria's Secret and Blair um, from Manchester, and they would introduce me to things from TV, and last year I learned about Naked and Afraid. Naked and Afraid. And y'all bitches are wildin'. Wow. Y'all, y'all bitches are wildin'. Yeah, like acting crazy. Oh wow, yeah, yeah. Naked yeah. and afraid, but you know what though? Naked and afraid is grinder. Yeah, yeah. This just, uh, yeah. It, I remember when naked and afraid was called <laughs> grinder. <laughs> you we were saying earlier on, you you love some of the TV shows here in the UK as well. You saw Naked Attraction, right? You saw that. Recently? Oh, that's what I meant. Naked Attraction. Yeah, is na- crazy. Naked Attraction. Yeah, that is cra- that's grinder. It, it well, yeah. It's a people's a choice award of like send your face pic, uh, or you know sometimes like I love your torso. Oh, yeah. I like your dick. And then the face will get sent blocked. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or, or the, the other way, face first. Yeah. And then, because, you know, people work magic. Mm-hmm. People work magic. The picture is, if you're an eight, send a six and be surprised. Have Be pleasantly surprised. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Yeah, I, I hear you. Don't oversell. No. I do love if that you're show. A great, if you're a Maybelline Great Lash, mm-hmm. don't pretend to be a Tarte Lights Camera Lashes. It's yeah. a makeup thing. But, yeah. But, you know. I think the the weird thing about that show as well is I think I think families do watch that together, which is a really strange thing. It's a really strange concept, isn't it? Families sat down to watch Naked Attraction. That's weird, isn't it? Yeah, that definitely happens. It's England. I love when they're just like I love when it's some girl like mm, he's got like skinny legs and a little dick. I love that they're so mean. <laughs> no. They try and be really nice sometimes and try and be like, oh, I didn't. You know, clearly someone is is not not the 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 bright the. the, the she may have fallen from the ugly tree and hit many branches on the way down. They go, oh, yeah, I just, your personality just wasn't really there for me. It's you're like, lying, you're, yeah. you're clearly lying. You're, you're lying. Yeah, you're, yeah they're, they're, it's ugly obvious. people, personality is all they have. Exactly. You think the beautiful people are really bringing the, like, the pizzazz to the party? Yeah, exactly. It's just. That's why drag queens are an anomaly. We're disgusting under this. So we have great not. personalities. But then in drag, we get, we have both. You yeah. Know? Are there are there a lot of drag drag queens that you kind of admire as well? Do you kind of you know kind of watch no. and think you're great, or are you kind of like I'm Trixie Mattel? And oh, you I do guys... like a lot of drag queens. Yeah. I like a lot of drag queens. I like to go to the drag shows. I just last week went in LA to see Sherry Vine and Jackie Beat, two icons in America. Mm-hmm. Um, who else did I see? Um, I just saw uh, Fina Barbatal. I just saw. I have some favorites. Tammy Brown is kind of my favorite. Yeah, she's wacko. You would did- love her. I would love her. Yeah, she's um, she very much marches to the beat of her own drum. I like anybody who makes bold choices. Yeah, absolutely. Have, have a unique look, unique act, and you know, like do your own thing. I think drag now because of TV and stuff, um, people are influenced by Drag Race, so they start doing drag to be on Drag Race. So then, like art, arts wise, it's a it's a snake eating its own tail. Have, have you're you... imitating drag queens from TV, and then you go on TV, and then other people imitate you. It's yeah. Like, inception of personal style or lack thereof do you find people who cosplay or, or kind of or or try and become Trixie Mattel and come meet you does that is that is that kind of do you find that kind of a bit like 
what are you doing? Or do you find that kind of like, oh, that's actually quite a sweet it's gesture? It's very sweet. Yeah. It's um, imitation is the, you know, the sincerest form of flattery. Mm -hmm, Although indeed. sometimes the makeup skills maybe is not, not quite there. And do you, give them, do you the say, beat. that looks terrible? Do I don't that say that. Okay. The technique is sometimes a little off the beaten path. And I'm like, they're like, I'm you. And I'm like, you're not, you know, but. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah, but I have a tutorial coming out next week. Uh, so many people go as me for Halloween. This year I created um, a YouTube tutorial of me doing my makeup using only products from like the um, pharmacy, drugstore. The pharmacy from the drugstore? Cheap makeup. So I did this whole look with cheap makeup on YouTube. So you'll be able to watch it next week. It comes out. Wow. So if people going as me for Halloween who are like, well, how do I get a cheap makeup kit, you know, to do this makeup if I'm only going to do it once. So I used like the cheapest products I could find. And I started out very cocky. I was like, you know what? Um, you know, makeup products, whatever. It's the technique that matters. Yeah. And then two seconds into using those like cheap products, I was like, I don't know, you this guys. I don't know. <laughs> and then the wear. I mean, I went to a show that night. And the wear is what matters. The expensive products wear better. Yeah. Over time. I, I mean, I've had this on since yesterday. I mean, that, 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 I mean, Trixie Cosmetics as well, I'm sure. Are you going to, do you think you'll always wear... Trixie Cosmetics as well. Is that going to be a, a big I thing always work it in. Like yeah. today, I don't think I have anything on. I had to give my eyes a little break from the glitter. Um, my glitters are super comfortable to wear, but I wear glitter like seven days a week. So it's yeah. some days I need to pick my battles. Um, but they're, I mean, I like higher price point cosmetics tend to be, cosmetics are the perfect example of sometimes cheap products are great. And sometimes expensive products are not that great. Yeah. You really just have to try it. Yeah. I don't care about the price. I care about the quality does it do what it says it's going to do yeah quality is definitely key absolutely, absolutely. I've, I've been using the same eyeliner for like five years it's a black eyeliner from nyx and it's five dollars wow five bucks five bucks wow and i've used expensive liners and it's not that different so yeah stick to what you know and what you like yeah absolutely you're touring as well in the uk is it next year are you back here are you doing a whole of the europe next year you know like a kind of different i think it's, you're in finland and you're in madrid and i think it starts in april through to june is that right it's like april through june i'm yeah. doing not just my uk tour like normal i'm adding cities like paris madrid um all over i think i'm doing helsinki oslo isn't um, that amazing it's to travel the world and just ha have fun at the same time to all this yeah it's, it's a great. new show so it's um, my my previous shows were stand up and I play my guitar. The new shows more, bigger, more. I mean, the number of costume changes I'm doing is is crazy. And you have a band as well. Is I'm that traveling you? with a band for the oh first time? My. A mean, real that's, band. That's that's, that's big because you you say you're you're so used to traveling on your own. Suddenly you have like a a group of people that you're leading. Yeah. Well, you know, this year after my stand up special came out, Skinny Legend, I'm like, well, next year, how do I like up the ante? Now that everyone's seen me play my guitar alone and tell jokes, how do we like, how can we do, how can we add 20 wig changes, 20 costume changes and band members and set pieces and new videos? Try to do the most. Yeah. This is a very competitive industry. It is. I want to see the musical, the, Tri the Trixie Mattel musical in the West End at some stage. That's, that's, that's the big one for me. Mm. I'm, I'm, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm hoping for. It could happen. And I want to see the it Trixie could be Mattel Le video game. Imagine the like Les Mis poster, Les Miserables, but it just says, it's you me. Like a, you're it like just a crying says, child. Yeah, and it says, I'm miserable. <laughs> I I mean, that would sell out immediately. Yeah. Or maybe like the color the color pink. Yeah. Instead of the color purple. Yeah, that's, that'd be nice. Or what else? Um, you, I mean, I said a video game as well would be great. Trig I mean, what would that look like as well, the Trixie Mattel video game? Would you be like a, like a Tomb Raider-y kind of Lara Croft figure? I'm like currently just... in a game called Bible Girls Big Apple. Trixie Mattel is like a non-playable character in that. Okay. Um, so I'm in that. But I think it would be a, it would be fun to have a game <clears throat> sort of like, I don't know, like, do you remember the Spice Girl game for PlayStation? 
I, I remember it. I, di I didn't play it, but I don't. What, what was it like? A dart? Like a? It wasn't a great game. game. Okay. It was like you put clothes on them and you make up a dance for them to oh do. Oh my god! I do and then you watch it happen. Game. I do. <laughs> just watch them. And no out. one wins. There's no points. Um, probably something like that. Just dress. It wouldn't be a Trixie Mattel game if no one wins. So, so, <laughs> so yeah. everyone's a loser. Come on down. <laughs> <laughs> so you have them just basically dress up and uh, you know in different outfits and then just perform like like Yellow Cloud, your new song as well. Yeah, I could uh, play that. Yeah. Or maybe um, have you played La Noir? Yes. Okay, that game is like almost entirely based on conversation and like um, they tracked these actors' faces so that you have to tell if they're lying. I find it so hard. It'd be a game like that and me with all my exes, and it'd be you trying to see who's lying. You sit opposite from X exes and just kind of going, yeah, you are, you're a, yeah, you're, it'd be like, yes, it would be like one of my exes being like, he texted me, and then you have some prompts to be like, is he lying or telling the truth? You know, that would be, that's they're always good, lying. That's the kicker. It could be a great DLC for the game. L.A. Noir, Trixie Mattel, L.A. Pink, L.A. Pink, Tracy Martell. Oh yes. my, that's fantastic. I'd love to see that. Yeah. If you're a game developer watching this. And if anybody wants me in your game, I've always wanted to do voice acting in a game. I don't care what it is. I've been so vocal about my favorite games. Whatever you think I'd be right for, I'll do it. You just choose one game, best game of all time. What is it? Oh my God. It's the hardest question, isn't it? Because everyone always says, I, I have no idea what that could be. I have to say the Bioshock franchise, the three, is okay. my favorite. My favorite. Although I played every Resident Evil game to date too, and I love those. They're so good, aren't they? They're very good. I do and they're hard. It. They are really hard. The original ones, I think, are better, though, because you can kind of be more more puzzle-based. The ones now are a bit more kind of shooty-shooty, bang-bang. Yeah, you're right. They're it was different. more survivable for. I will say most people's favorite game, it seems like, is uh, Legend of Zelda. Like um, Ocarina of Time is most people's favorite game, I think. Yeah, I think so, too. It is. A, well, I guess like a, it's a classic. And Goldeneye. Everyone says Goldeneye. Everyone, for 64? Yeah. Everyone loves that game. Like everyone, you Do you remember how stupid? Remember the graphics? Remember how stupid it would be? Like um, USSR Russian soldiers yeah. shooting you, <laughs> but there was such a blocky face that their head would just be kind of like bobbing around while they were shooting you. Yeah, it was just the worst. Yeah, and everyone would fall through through the floors and through walls. It was, it was just, fun to play like with your friends, though the four way split screen and trying yeah. to kill each other. And the rumble controllers, oh, murder's fun. Murder's yeah. I get some tear. We get some teardrops and, <laughs> and go around town. And yes. Yeah. One knows that. Um, I wish you the best of luck with your future. It's been so good to have you here. And to I see wish you the best of luck with um, uh, your diagnosis. And thank you. I hope everything goes well with that. We I know you have we about said, thirty we percent chance that. of living. So we, we said we weren't going to mention that. Sorry, it's fine. Fine. Um, but it's uh, no. You've got so much good stuff coming your way. You know, album. The third album's in the works. You've got Trixie Cosmetics. You've got a tour. You've got. So much more. I mean, your series with Katya and things, I, I wish you the best and thank you for being here. I never know when to stop. Next year I'll own Sony and I'll pop down and say hi. Please do. And um, do make sure to relax as well. Okay. You need some time just to, just to kind of have a bit Everybody of... Everybody keeps saying oh, that. No. You just relax. You know who relaxes? People who are unemployed. That is true. Floridians. 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 Oh. That's who relaxes. <laughs> Thanks for being here, Trixie. Sure. Lovely having you. Oh, Trixie Mattel, you are fabulous. Thanks so much for joining me on the show. Be sure to catch me next week for another episode of The Savage Situation. Thanks to Fourth Floor Creative for supporting the series. Be sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and on YouTube as well. A massive thanks to you guys for listening to this episode of the Savage Situation podcast. It's been so much fun. Uh, do as well. Make sure to check out the YouTube videos. Mentioned this at the beginning. We have all these videos of the, the episodes on YouTube. We also have as well highlight clips. So make sure to check it all out. Savage Situation podcast. You can find us on Twitter, on Instagram. 
you know, we want to grow this community as big as we can. And you guys have been so supportive so far and it's going to get bigger, better, faster, stronger. Thanks so much for listening. Take care and we'll see you next week. That's right, on the next one. Take care for now. Thank you and bye-bye. 